What's up, bro? Um, just another fucking monstrous scorcher here in the Big Apple. Uh, how are you? Pretty sweaty. I, I just got home from the gym like four minutes ago. I love when you work out. Don't know where I put my phone, so I'm going blind right now. I'm eating a banana. That's good. Potassium is going to help with that cramping. I just was on the phone with a friend of the show, um, Jacob Price, and he was telling me, he was flexing on me, Jason, saying he's got the plug at Hillstone. Hillstone? The the church or the restaurant? The restaurant. What kind of plug are we talking about? Also, you said friend of a show, but I don't I don't know if I know this. You you don't know him. He's he's a friend of ours. He works with public announcements sometimes. He's a friend of mine from LA. Jacob Price. Young cat. Yeah, but he was telling me he was like, Bro, I basically like How young? He basically knew someone who worked there in high school and when he was in high school and they worked their way up and now it's like a she's like in corporate and he can text when we need the table. Oh really? I'm just excited by that because I'm looking to have a, a shrimp cocktail in the ATL. So <laughs> we got to go to the ATL. Well, there. I mean, obviously there's Houston's, Houston's, depending on where, where you're at. Houston's is Hillstone. Hillstone owns Houston's, and now they're changing the names to Hillstone all around. Well, I'm letting you know. Well, Hillstone is the restaurant group that manages Hillstone, Houston's, Bandera, East Hampton Grill, R and D Kitchen, South Beverly Grill. I know about those, but what is Bandera? Like Antonio? You don't know about Bandera? <laughs> Actually, a friend of the show, Nicole Rucker, uh, the famous pie maker here in LA. The key lime pie that you love so much, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know her. Pie, I mean. I know Nicole, but I'm no friend of pie. I apologize. We've, we, we have eaten her pies together at her restaurant. <laughs> the so. pie is hot. The, no, the key lime pie it makes me cry. It's so good. Don't act like you haven't had the key lime pie before, Chris. It's fine. Admit your sins. You've cleaned yourself. You're good to go. Ten Hail Marys, ten, You're right. ten goblet squats. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So what, did Nicole cut her teeth at so, Bandera? So Bandera, Bandera is the south of the border version of Houston. I had a feeling. I had a feeling from the name that that might be something. <laughs> well, that's very intuitive of you and very insightful of you. So it's also home of the flying chicken. Have you ever been to a restaurant where it's almost a little bit like theater of the kitchen? You know what I mean? Are you saying the the wait staff is also performing like a little bit or they're on there's like a series of ropes and pulleys that they use and but um <laughs> no they have they have like a like a big rotisserie chicken spit kind of thing, but instead of in the in the back of the restaurant, it's probably like a feature, you know, it's probably like in some glass box. Um but there's one, guess where there's one? Corona Del Mar, California. No. Who would have thought? Okay, so ban- there's also one in Brentwood. Um, that's the mm. one that Nicole likes to go to. Now, okay, okay. So, but, but it's just the same thing as the Houston's, but it has a little more con sabor. But is it, is it like a, is it like a Applebee's style fajitas kind of situation? Or, or <laughs> like, would you go there with your no, girls? I mean, it's literally just like Houston's, but like, like you can literally just go there and get some ribs just like Houston's. Or a cheeseburger just like Houston's. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it is just Houston's. <laughs> Look at the menu. They're in a damn Mexican thing on this bitch. They got margaritas, well, of course, but like if you can't get a skinny you know, girl rotisserie chicken, some some fillet with a Caesar, some grilled artichokes. This is white people food. This is goddamn white people food. How are you gonna bullshit. say how are you I mean, how are you gonna call it banderas and and then what I mean Bro. that seems like false advertising from the Hillstone group. And and no shots at the Hillstone group. We we love you. No, no shots. But when your locations are Brentwood, Chicago, Corona Del Mar, and Scottsdale, Good point. you kinda have to pander to Whitey a lot more <laughs> yeah, than Scott, you might have to Scott in a different market. <laughs> so in the Scottsdale location, is it just like hot dogs or do they have other they have other stuff on the, on the menu? <laughs> 
<laughs> they got other stuff on the menu as well there. They got they got chips, no salsa, <laughs> too spicy. Just dry <laughs> chips. <laughs> we got dry chips and ice water and hot dogs here. Uh, too spicy. On the on the menu. Damn, that sounds delicious. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to hit next time I'm in Scottsdale, you know, playing playing a round of 18 with the fellas, um I'll make sure to Oh yeah. to hit Banderas for some chips. I'll be, I'll be hitting I'll be hitting Jacob for the plug for that 8 p.m. Friday night reservation at the Houston's on Peachtree. You you may you may know that from not Hooters on Peachtree, not to be confused no, 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 with no. Hooters on Peachtree. Houston's on Peachtree because the valet, the valet is looking like F9 over there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I'm trying to pull up. Okay. Well, the, the valet at the Bandera in Brentwood is a bit of a pelicula itself, Chris. I'm, okay? I'm sure it we is. It's not a competition. It's weird because the one in Scottsdale, it's, it's Hummer parking only for some reason. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. But no, it's, it's, it's Hummer golf cart. Yes. Yeah. Only. Yeah. I got rims on the. On the, but it's a big on the Hummer golf cart, but yeah. So I mean, I've been out to dinner every night, Jason. I, my social calendar is absolutely slam packed. Well, uh, l- l- I want to learn a little bit about that with your fat ass. Where are you eating at? Because I'm, I've been eating it. I've been eating a very meager existence. Well, that's I'm, because I'm, I'm in my solo cocoon. I know. I mean, I'm not eating. I ate a, a spinach salad yesterday. Jesus, are you okay? Was there fruit on it? Jesus Christ! No, I, do I need to call? Do I need to do a mental health? Do I need to do a welfare check? Nah, bro, I'm eating good. I'm eating good. Hello nine one. Hello nine one one. This is uh, Chris Black from the podcast. How long gone? Uh, my partner he did put fruit in his salad tonight. I'm a little worried about him. If you could, I would never. I if would you could never go check on him, salad. I went. Not even a tomato. Sunday night. Fuck tomatoes. Sunday night. I went to uh, ABCV, which we've dined at when, when we met a uh, friend of the show and friend of Epstein's, Bill Clinton. Former President Bill S. Clinton the Third. We linked and built with him, and that's uh, that photo of you on my Instagram. My favorite saxophone player. Uh, but no, I um Top three for me went to ABCV with with friend of the show Benjamin Edgar um and uh, had had a delicious meal. They they switched the menu up. There were some incredible beets, but they also did this kind of. <laughs> A, a fried eggplant, but like Thai style, where it's like wrapped in lettuce and then covered with herbs. That was okay. Buongiorno, and there was a um. Egg, okay. Oh, your Thai accent is amazing. Ben, so it was a little you. bit of an eggplant larb or something like that. Was Ben? Did he was he able to find a mock crudo in this all vegetable establishment? He Ben, being the sweetheart that he is at a restaurant like that, let me do the ordering. Um, but the cauliflower was great. But they had this bread. They had this uh, corn focaccia. With a nori butter that was. I'm sorry, you said what? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corn focaccia. Yeah, you ain't heard those words together, have you, Chief? Uh, yeah, uh-uh. a corn uh-uh. a corn focaccia with like a nori butter and olive oil that was absolutely through the roof. Corn focaccia with nori butter. That. I mean that well, you want to talk about a collab? That's like Normani and Cardi B. Dog, dog, it's, dog. It's like Esplacita. That's like the, that's that's a, that's that, like, those are a lot of flavors going on. That's like say. that's like the hundreds doing a Nike SB. That's different. All right. Well, it's not that big. <laughs> Pump the brakes a little bit, Chief. Pump the I'm brakes. sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go back to StockX in a second. But the um, but it uh, it was it was delicious. And then then last night uh. With friend of the show Jacob Gallagher at Loring Place, which is a little restaurant in the uh, in the West Village that, that I like quite a lot. Loring Place, yeah. it's um, you know the chef. It's what kind of name is Loring? Bitch, I don't know. They name stuff funny here. You know that. <laughs> You, you know that Brooklyn Heights? Think about that. That sounds crazy. You went to Brooklyn? No, hell no. I'm just kidding. I would never. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, I'm looking at Loring Place. Their splash page. A giant 
two letter speaking of initials lp oh. it looks like a tostada is their hero image covered in radishes come on guys it's 2021 we're done with radishes i had delicious radish i dipped it into a hummus their hummus was exquisite uh nice salad you said an, you said an incredible beet was eaten at abcv and a delicious radish at that's Lord right Place. yeah you could take a beet has never been incredible you take me to any restaurant and i'm eating like bugs bunny you know what I mean? I'm not going, you know, you can get your little burger and fries and bone marrow and martini, little fat ass shit, but like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still going to keep it tight. And then t- it's funny to me that you're so anti tomato, one of the most commonly consumed I'm not, look, 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 look. in the world. Let me, let me. No, I, I, make you a t- uh, I make you a salad. There's a whole bowl full of little tomatoes brushed oh, to the side. Oh, little tomatoes. Like, you think are, I ain't watching. Little tomatoes. You can put. But then a beet. Oh, yeah. Increable, you said. Well, most people will be hating on a beet. That's because most people ain't me and that's the He's problem built different okay? <laughs> exactly but the uh but then tonight i'm gonna i'm gonna uh hopefully go meet jeff hendrickson's baby and then and then hit uh hit abcv i'm going to the abc i'm trying to do the the hat trick abc it's all connected so you're you're taking a tour an, aw- an award tour of every i'm on a world tour with jean george my man <laughs> no i'm going restaurant. to no no was jean george my man is that what you just said yeah yeah, yeah. t who are you uh i pull jean george out of your ass out of nowhere don't well i mean don't expect less from me i, I look i like what new york has done to you don't Thank you. Wrong. It's a, well, ABC Cochina is you know one of my. I think it's the sleeper of the trio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the Mexican offshoot. That's, that's your bandera, is what you're saying. That, that's my bandera, but they do have guacamole there, so I'm at least taken care of in, in that sense. Well, we have so much more inanimate food conversation to speak about, but we do have to introduce our guest today, Big AP, and we ain't talking about my wrist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you, you guys probably know actor, American actor Adam Pally, um, for for being the same age as me, but having like fifteen kids. Uh-huh. I watched his television show uh, Happy Endings, um, which was kind of like a cult classic. Shout out to the ABC Network on ABC, our friends at ABC. He was also on the Mindy Project, which of course I didn't watch, but I'm sure it was good. Yeah, I'm sure it was good. He's just a weird, wacky cat. And I've always liked him a lot, and we were lucky enough, thanks to a friend of the show, David Cho, to bring it up. Bitch, thanks to me. Adam Pally be following me on Twitter. What you mean? David Cho, don't don't give props where they ain't due. David Cho is the one who linked us. I'm kidding. You know, he we, did. We didn't have to do a, a cold DM. Our assistant booker um david cho did help out with this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take that away from david and it's very nice that he also knows our coffee orders by heart now uh okay so let's let's have adam on the show let's have adam on the show let's have him on the show he's gonna be funny there's no better time to apply for life insurance because it's not just the temperatures that are rising. It's the life insurance rates. They're going fucking up, Jason, and we need to get in while the getting's good. Yeah, there's a lot of climate change, but there's also a lot of changes going on in my body. I've got days to live, and uh, thanks to Policy Genius, it makes it easy for you to compare your quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why would you want to compare... Great question. If you want to save, I don't know, 50% or more on your life insurance by comparing your quotes, you could do that. If you don't want to do that, 
I would call you a common fool. You could also save $1,300 or more per year on your life insurance by using Policy Genius. That's a brand new MacBook Pro. E- oh, easily. And the and- lower model. It's not It's not the fully juiced up one. You know, you're going to have to buy some RAM. No one really needs that like weird electronic bar anyway. Uh, the licensed experts of Policy Genius, they work for you like Jason works for me, not the insurance company. So you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That's the kind of service has, that has earned Policy Genius Literally thousands of five-star reviews, much like this podcast. And a couple of ones, that's fine. And, uh, you know, getting started is very easy. All you have to do is go to policygenius.com. In a few minutes, you'll figure out how much life insurance you need for your life, depending on how little it is or how boss you are. Uh, You know, if you're not doing well in life, obviously you won't need as much. When you're ready to apply, the team will then handle all the paperwork, all the scheduling for free. All you got to do is sign. There's no extra fees. There's no other side bullshit. There's no <sighs> selling your data to other companies. So head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. What's up, man? How you doing? It's hot, Rear. It's hot. You're in LA, right, Adam? Yeah, I just I just landed, yeah. Adam, I'm feeling your... Um artwork there at your home i didn't know you were such a tasteful guy that looks you know it's very nice so rothko <laughs> this is my um home away from home the sunset marquee i wouldn't take you for a sunset marquee guy or is that a choice made by someone else no i mean you always kind of have a choice i've just for the last like couple of years i've kind of i kind of i think this place is a little bit of a gem mm-hmm. they have these like outback houses that are kind of cool and and nice mm-hmm. and yeah, those like, are those are very nice those are very nice and uh i don't know i like the location because I don't have a car here anymore. I mean, I used to, I lived here for so long and then you don't live here anymore and you're kind of like, Ooh, yeah, I'd like to live at a state of fancy hotel, but I also, it's much easier to say like on La Cienega and sunset. So you stay in there to get away from the wife and kids and all that? Or? Oh yeah. This is purely a debaucherous solo Jim, <laughs> Jim Morrison style. <laughs> stay at the sunset marquee do not die on this podcast that's all i ask of you is that you don't oh, yeah, die. No, on this. i came here no this is uh i came here to write um <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no no i'm 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 shooting something it's funny because because jason's home alone right now too so if you guys got together i feel like we could have a nice pool day at the sunset marquee if you're not too if you're not if you're not too busy chris we're busy working we're busy working on our fucking art. Yeah, man. You're over here just chilling on the couch. I like to think that an artist is always working, but I'm definitely down to have a little bit of a Hunter S. Thompson, Johnny Johnny Depp vibe. I've been actively trying to do, get my hands on some ketamine lately <laughs> just for therapeutic purposes. Have you ever dabbled with that demon, Adam? I have never rode that that dragon. Um, I'm too, I'm like older than ketamine. You know what I mean? Like, also, I appreciate Jason. I appreciate your soft focus. Yeah. Well, my, my room is a mess. And, la- and, uh, I thought I'm, it's, I'm ass naked. It seems so. like a label, like a way that I deal with the water. Com- like, it's like, I can't show the water I'm drinking. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, we got to blur that out. Yeah. What do they call that in the biz when you, gotta, when you got to cover something? You got to Greek it. Greek it. Greek we did, it. We That's just right. learned this last week on a shoot we were doing, and I'd never heard that term before. I knew what it was, but I didn't know there's a term. I'm going to guess that the term is not long for this world. There's some racial implication. It feels insensitive. It's racially motivated. Yeah. There are those like terms that like, you know, are just like deeply ingrained in America that are so vile and horrible that you realize you're just like What's your top five? Top five. I don't know. Uh well it's all it's all Greek to me. Is like 
Yeah. Really tough. The Greek, they got, they didn't get a whole lot of smoke compared to some of the other countries, you know? No, but, but like, like <laughs> now that we're looking back at these terms, you're just a little bit like. I'm, a, I'm actually a, a pretty big friend to the Greek community, so I'm not going to really stand for this. I am not. I am not. I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't I know. I, like, look, they don't like me. I don't like it's them. It's just kind of how it is. It's just kind of how it is. Me and the Hankses don't get along. Why did you move back to New York? Or, do, or do, why did you move to New York at all? Well, I'm from, I'm from the city. I was uh, born and raised in Stuyvesant Town. So I feel like oh, when you grow up there. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> well, I feel like when you grow up there, you're a little bit like, it's, a, it's not as like scary. You know what I no, mean? No, for sure. For sure. And so, and the idea of having children there wasn't terrifying to me. And um, five, five years ago, I did a, a play. And at the same time, my wife's father was getting ill. And I had just lost a parent, and it was like we we kind of were like, "Is it possible to live in New York right now?" And it, it wasn't, but we did anyway. <laughs> um, and <laughs> the answer was so, no. And then we put all our stuff on a truck, and we just made it work, you know? Yeah, we made it work. But no, New York is. I love you know, I love New York, but it is definitely a conscious effort to live there. Like it's it takes it it takes a lot of effort to live there now. Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it worth it to be alive anywhere? <laughs> I mean, LA's like riding into LA today. I'm like, yikes! <laughs> you know, um, a lot of uh, empty. Like, a brick and mortar is not really thriving in LA. Every, everywhere sucks right now. So I don't know if it's worth it. But I think psychologically, I'll say for me, the lack of pressure of the industry is, 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 is worth it for me. I mean, I wish I was richer. I wish I was like working more and doing more and making more money. But I, I also am the kind of dude that the pressure of that, like seeing billboards that you're not on in your face every day was get, kind of getting to me, to be honest with you. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, that gets to me, and I'm not even an actor. Chris has to buy his own billboards. But yeah, you don't really see much of that in New York. You can blend in more, walk down the street, and people aren't being like, oh, Mindy Project or this guy. Yeah, not that everyone's like fucking going nuts over the Mindy Project, but like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know i can't walk i mean it's you you're no you're no letterman getting spotted on the bowery or something like that no but, you no know, you, but you're on network television for multiple seasons people are going to be like hey yeah a little bit and i don't mind that i like that i like being rec- like any actor that's like oh is like a fucking liar but um <laughs> i to me that what new york is more selfishly what it does for me is that it like checks my ego a little bit like i'm around my family i have to deal with their shitty problems i have to deal with my like shitty family i have to deal with my wife's shitty family i have to like you know it's like it's a it's it's a little bit of like a key i don't know when i lived here i like you know it was very easy to be like what's that dad's going crazy uh okay i have a three with seth rogan um, you know, it's like, which is great. And, you know, I love having three o'clock with Seth Rogen. I have one this afternoon, but I, you know what I mean? Like I, um, we're just going to ping pong some stuff, but good luck over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, out. let me know. Let me know how dad, are we, it's like, are we institutionalizing him? Cause I, I guess I could fly mint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fly mint. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess when you're when you're growing up over there in in the in the Stuyvesant area, that's sort of the the epicenter of 
you coming home and then your family calling you Hollywood mm-hmm. instead of your name. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit. Like I grew up in Orange County and I go down and see some of my friends and like I had like a modestly sized DJ career and they're like, oh, Hollywood oh, yeah, coming no, down aware, to <laughs> hang out with the regular guy. Oh, yeah. Well, I assume so, that I assume that 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 you get a lot of that. Um, I've never I've never seen besides acting. It's like acting and DJing are the two most attacked art forms that I've ever. I think yeah. we're being like, generous. Art form is is maybe a little rich for my. I don't blood. give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. He's seriously that guy's like probably worth millions of dollars. He's sitting there naked in <laughs> Altadena or wherever. If he was and like Glendale, baby. Glendale. <laughs> and like in like some like mid century modern. And like you know, like it's totally it's Spanish, but yeah. okay, cool. So keeping it classy and more where the location is, but like <laughs> <laughs> regional. But um, no, I, you know what I'm saying. Like I think DJing is an art form because like I can't do it, and it's like obvious. But again, like everyone hits that, and I, weirdly also, strikingly, now I'm thinking about it, like podcasting, podcasting, and journalism. It's like those mm. are things. For some reason in America, people are like, I could, I could do that if I wanted to. Yeah, that is the vibe. What do you do all day? You like stand on a mark. You got lucky. You won the lottery. You press play on your iPad. You get to hang out with a celebrity all day. It's like, I've heard so much of that. You're just like, I don't know. I mean, it's better. It's better than being a trash man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure, you know, it's it's like, of course, better than your job loser, but it's still a job. Yeah. When you have those things where, where anyone thinks like I could do that, that's, that's where the, the root of the issue is because yes, everyone can DJ or act or have a podcast, you know, technically speaking, but there, you have to have that little special magical something that most people don't even realize what it is or how to yeah, harness sure. it. I mean, I think podcasting... And they don't want to admit that they don't have it. I mean, this is going to be... This is so, like, self-congratulatory. I mean, but sitting in a podcast, but, like, podcasting is hard, hard, hard. Like, <laughs> I really, like... I, I look at people, like, who, who do this. It's hard work. Like, you got you to gotta get there. You got to do the interview. You got to get up for the interview. Like, there are days when... <laughs> there are days when you're, like... Fucking fuck this shit, man. It's like, I don't want to talk to fucking whoever the fuck this is who's like on the fringe, on the fringe of my brand. It's like, now I got to let, now I got to risk everything on this motherfucker. It's like, it sucks. It sucks. It's hard. It's a dance. And the fact that like there are only so many that like bleed out out of billions to me, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you have a podcast and it's like that, you're, you're doing something right. It's good. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Thank you're you. welcome. I'm also I'm also I would also like to take this time to plug my um positive cameo business. I'm doing positive cameos. Okay. So hit me up and I will just like lift your spirits. So you mean th- th- you refuse to to do a negative ca- it has to be a nice up- I will not do a negative cameo. It, it has to be nice. Yes. It's I will Are there a lot of negative cameos going on? I don't know. I've never been I've never been on cameo. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. If you if you did go on Cameo, obviously you're probably never going to do it. You're you have you're too cool of a guy, but you probably thought about, you know, what am I worth? Well, first of all, for a Cameo hit, am I a 50? Am I a 38? Am I a 90? I haven't thought about it like that. Now I am. But uh <laughs> I will say that those Cameo people are relentless. They to get you to onboard you. 
Yeah, like they get your email, they get your phone number, they like drop pamphlets. Really? Yes. It's like, and it it's like relentless. And like, I've had like, you know, even even like I called one time, I was like, I really don't want to do this. Thank you. And then I got like a <laughs> call back that was like, because I called, I like opened the door and it was like psychologically, like I was like, what is happening? I'm being like, your mom's like, I got a call from some cameo. <laughs> yeah. But I actually think cameo is fine. Like I see no problem with it, especially for people who are, who can't make money in other ways at the time. Like I, I see it as fine, but I think for someone like me, mm-hmm. I don't understand it because it's like, I, I have a quote to show up in front of a camera that I worked like years and years for. And I, and I got through a union and I, you know what I mean? And like, I like doing union work so that I'm paying my fucking dues so that everyone can get insurance and stuff and that I can get insurance. And then it's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go, well, for 75 bucks, I'll throw that away and be like, <laughs> you know, Raul says white power. Ha ha. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know. Well, they said only positive ones, but I mean, even, you know what you know, I mean. Mark Jacobs, yeah. The, Mark Jacobs will have his mark by Mark Jacobs his diffusion line. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're just doing a diffusion line for your act. Yeah, maybe service. that. Maybe it is my essentials. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got, this is your you gotta make this is sure. Yeah. You gotta make sure your your cameos have long strings on them. You know, I think that'll really set you apart yes. from the other from the other cameos. Yeah, Linda in Kentucky can't pay your day rate. Okay, she's no Warner. Like I saw this one project. She's no I saw this one project with this guy, this like young filmmaker who's definitely some like Rastafarian kid. Who was like, I paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars to have a movie be made through these four or five people's cameos. Whoa! First of all, like not gonna watch that at all. No way. And two, why do you pay them? Pay me. I'm a fucking actor. <laughs> I went to the new. I went to the fucking actor studio. Trained. Mm-hmm. You fucking paying these Dean Kane for? Well, <laughs> like there are actors. Like it's just, it, like you're playing Tan Mom. Like 25k for your bit. <laughs> you know, it's like, but she has 25k now. And it's in the union. Uh-huh. So great. Every time I see a billboard with Polly D DJing in Vegas, I feel the same exact way of like, but that's not what it's about. You know, it's about, it's not, it's a, it's about a culture that, yeah, it's about the vacuum of culture and like, just suck it all up. And that's great. And whatever. It's fine. But I don't, for someone like me, it doesn't quite make sense. Have you purchased them before? No, I had one per, I had one purchased for me. I don't know if I could tell this story cause it's a little insidery and I do want my career Nope. Sorry, we don't. So go ahead. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Yasser, for my birthday, bought me a Mark Duplass cameo. <laughs> wow. Wow. I like that. That's a good. There that's good. Couldn't have been more on brand and perfect gift. When Yasser's, when Yasser's on, he's so fucking funny. Oh, man. my God. He is Jesus the Christ. funniest motherfucker on the planet. And like, I, I do think, like, we watched it back and I. I do think Duplass knew what was up. He, the way he was reading it, it was like, Adam, this is from your good friend, Y. Uh, he says that you just need to keep going and don't worry about failure because positivity 
is the next street on that road. <laughs> I think he knew. I think he knew that. Like what we were actually saying was that when Mark does that, it makes me want to throw up. He knew. He knew. He definitely knew. I think he knew. Yeah, he knew. And because I, I also, I don't think I've seen as many like pure positive social media things since. So now I kind of feel guilty. Maybe there was someone that was going to kill themselves. But like Mark saved them that day, and then if, Mar- I if Mark, made fun if Mark, of Mark Duplass, if Mark Duplass <laughs> saves you from killing yourself, then you should kill yourself. That that's my take on that. Oh come on, <laughs> oh, dude! It would take it would take forever, and there would be a bunch of bad music along the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I love you. I love you, Mark. When this hits the Google fucking. <laughs> I mean, if you if you look into the prices on Cameo, though, it is the the range is wild. Who costs the most? Like Crystalia? I could probably Google it. <laughs> J- I, I, uh, I want to get Jason a Chris D'Elia now for sure. Chris D'Elia licking a pair of Yeezys, wearing G Star jeans for Jason. That would be that would get his little dick hard. No, um. I was looking into it last. I, Evan Dando is two hundred dollars. But see, okay, now we're into something. Now we're into a different world there, because that is not the cameo that in, is in my head. Because like Evan Dando, I would pay two hundred dollars to go see Evan Dando. Uh, yeah, I would too. That's the thing. I got a Mark McGrath one as a gift, and I have to say that's the, more on the other side. I have to say the effort McGrath put in was. I was like kind of impressed because I'm sure he does 10 a day. He's a maestro. I'm sure he does 10 a day. And he roasted uh, me. But that's like one of those compliments. That's like a tough compliment, though. It's like the yeah, effort yeah. you put in. It's, oof, that means that. That means that the skill. That means Mark can't stop. Mark is sitting on millions, millions and millions. He's he's good, and you're like, bro, why are you doing this? Why are you making your little? Well, I think his. I think. Well, I think he. I think he told you. He told you why he's doing this 25 years ago. He just wants to fly. <laughs> <laughs> you can only get Has it been that long could you imagine? you can only get to space with you need money you know so it's like he's got yeah, he's got to keep up as we learned today mark is he, he's got muscles. he's yeah, coming yeah. for bezos B. he's coming for bezos <laughs> well your your chris delia joke was actually true he's the most expensive person on cameo fifty thousand. look at that is that bail caitlin jenner's 2500 which is i would oh guy. i would pay 2500 for caitlin jenner but you can you can get Sarah Jessica Parker for three hundred though. Wait, Sarah Jessica Parker is three hundred dollars. Oh, now you're reconsidering your little policy, aren't you, Adam? Kevin O'Leary, aka Mister Wonderful, is twelve hundred. Marlon Wayans is a rack, but Snoop Dogg seven fifty. Marlon, none of this makes sense. Marlon is doing it for a rack. Gary Busey three fifty. Dick Van Dyke, he's ninety four years old. He's five hundred. It's all there. Yeah, but see, I get again, like I get that. I get it when it when 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 it dips over the line of like talent market need to like mm-hmm. um circus act freak show once in a lifetime thing i land i'm i understand that but like seeing mm-hmm. dick van dyke like a 96 year old dick van dyke give you a personalized mm-hmm. message like yeah i get that i get the yeah. worth of that money yeah, someone's on the deathbed you show it to him and dick you know the phone's all shaken and yeah it's like and also it's like something you, you now have it's like i understand the worth of that and i understand the worth of dick van dyke's talent in that area mm-hmm. you know like and 500 dollars to dick van dyke that's like a fucking lot of applesauce he's very psyched <laughs> i think van dyke's doing i think van dyke's doing just fine maybe not not his teeth but i think he's probably doing fine like maybe i mean how many wives how many wives has dick van dyke had great point too many 
Good no, he's question. broke. Great. I, I, re, I, re, I, I recant. How many kids from different wives has he had? And how many kids went to school out of California State? <laughs> they, they, <yeah. laughs> Damn, this you're, this is spoken like a man who who has, has thought about kids. it. Yeah. yeah, you're thinking about the future. <laughs> how many, how many, I joked about this in the intro, but how many kids do you have? It's like a lot. It's three. Is that like a crazy amount, bro? You and I are the same age. Yeah, we're both born in '82. Yeah, I gotta say, I cannot fathom. Well, I don't know, man. It. I mean, <laughs> we've all made mistakes in different areas. <laughs> <laughs> well you how old is your oldest is your oldest now he's nine what were you doing when you were 30 where was the where was the career at though i was on my second season of happy endings oh so you had so you you were like damn all right i'm on abc baby these checks are coming in you had a lambo truck had a lot of diaper money i didn't have a lambo truck um <laughs> mm-hmm. i had a nice spot on martell um <laughs> and uh <laughs> martel what a street now we're getting really now we're getting insidery now we're getting insidery it was a good house but it was on a third martel is a thoroughfare to the airport it's just not good for kids but it was a nice house i had a mm. pool and a casita things were good so we had irish twins right away and we had my my mother died it sounds like it's so intense like my mother died 10 days before my son was born and it kind of fucked up my dealing with both pot like good things and bad things sure sure very cl- close together so we had our second kid like right away by accident like almost almost unhealthily close to the first one because i think we were insane we were like both of us were like <laughs> it was almost like the first baby was i mean the first baby was not even like a thing it just like happened it was right. like over there Mm-hmm. And then we had two babies. So you're about your business. Yeah, no, I get uh, you know I'm yeah. Spartan. <laughs> we, we we then you know we we moved back to New York and we were kind of like, did we get divorced or have a kid? And we were like, let's make the divorce eventually harder. And so we had another we had another kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I grew up in a family of three. My wife grew up in a family of three. I really like it. I like. I also one of the things I really like about my 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 life like i'm obviously insane but like i try to like have regular responsibilities so that i i am not constantly thinking about myself because i learned that like Mm. very early on and then a couple times later that like i can be a monster was there a point (laughs) in the hollywood arc where you were feeling yourself too much no i think i was always humbled by circumstance but there was a part where i was needing it too much if that makes sense yeah of course yeah yeah, like i I don't think i ever walked around like feeling it too much but i definitely walked around thirsty like the mental the mental part like you're just thinking about it constantly and like how to make it better or bigger yes like just like how to keep this train moving like how to keep this money coming in and how to keep your life like growing, 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 bigger, bigger, bigger. Like I'm, I, I'm hanging out at Aziz's house. How do I get to Tom Cruise's house? Right. So yeah. So you've seen the art I've been doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not like that. Like, but more just like, you know, I have a super ambitious kid, like really ambitious, not that smart, but ambitious. And, like, I wanted to be on the, like, Jewish Mount Rushmore. You know, like, that was my my goal. And I kind of, like... Um, who is, who's who's on that? You, Woody Allen, who else? No, no. I'm a little older. My Jewish Mount Rushmore 
is like Sandler, Stiller, Stewart, and Silverman. That's cool of you to add a chick on the last minute. That's, that's well, I like I love her. I love her. Um, evolution. Like everything she does is like super authentic. I find. Oh yeah, I actually just started listening to her podcast. It's like two so days ago. fucking good. Oh my god, it's like really, really, really like it. I didn't. I was a late adopter too, and then I listened to it. I was like, whoa, she's like really onto something different than than everybody else. Is there is there like a premise or something, or is it just kind of a chat show? She talks to normal people. And then she she kind of like espouses her beliefs up and down, tells you about her it's, life. It's a little therapeutic. People will will send in questions, and sometimes they're like regular ones, and sometimes they're like real serious, oh, okay, crazy okay, okay. ones, like suicidal shit and like wild stuff. And she will like just the way that she helps people out in her own unique way is just like whoa, I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, and she's yeah, she's great. Yeah, so I think that would be. I'm sure I'm missing some people. Um, and those people are obviously influenced by like the great Jews that came before them, you know, like, sure. but that would be my, my Mount Rushmore. And I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that so bad. And I just like, <laughs> you know, it takes, a, it's like the, the unnecessary. You seem to be traveling with like a podcasting rig right here. Are you, do you have a podcast of your own that I don't know about? Uh, I have like, um, or do you just guest appear on some? I do, I do guest on a lot of podcast but i made a podcast uh with a, a friend of mine who i hadn't seen over the the pandemic uh where we like talk about basketball and they'll mm-hmm. never advertise it that much at all really just to kind of like keep it afloat and it was honestly made just because i hadn't seen my friend and so we would just like talk about basketball um but no this this is this i'm tra- i travel with because i so often lately will get like calls people be like can you adr this one line or can you yeah can you um you know do this and and my phone just like not doing it anymore and i'm like so sick of like people being like what phone do you have <laughs> I'm like fucking same one you have it's me <laughs> my fault <laughs> there's obviously a lot of time left for you to be on the jewish mount rushmore you know, is there, have you thought about a podcast idea to like kind of catapult you Mark Marin style later in your career? No, that's not, I don't, that's not really what I want. I don't think I like, I love podcasts. I like listening to them and I certainly like, like, um, like being on them and talking on them and stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I thought really what I want, what, what I wanted, like, I like doing like projects and like not doing them anymore and doing a different thing. You know what I mean? And like, you can't really do that on a podcast. You have to, you have to, you're telling, the whole you're thing t- of a pod- you're, you're telling us, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, we know. We hey, know. <laughs> honey, honey, I was just saying how hard it is. I, I get it. I mean, you are trapped in two tone colors and branded coffee. I mean, this is your life, guys. This is the, and, you, and the only way to keep it going is to show up every day. I guess when you say it, when you, literally when you said it like that, out of your words and your mouth, I felt a tingle in my body, and I don't know if it was a good one. Oh, I thought it was good. I think it's good. Like to me, I, I guess that's one of the things that I've learned to ask. But to, to, so this is this is our having kids to keep us in line from becoming monsters. I think that's a good thing too. If you can find it in your work, then you don't have to keep anybody alive but yourself. And that's, <laughs> like that that's almost enlight that's almost enlightenment right there. Not a lot of people are able to do that. Yeah, well, to do that healthily. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then, and then it always, it dips, you know, because there's no one pulling you back. So when that thing that keep is keeping you grounded takes off, 
and now that thing's not grounding anymore. That's the situation. If we're being honest, that's the situation we're in right now. Right. You know what I mean? So I need to get humbled. I need to get humbled in some other way. Maybe I... We're McGrathing hard right now. Really? Yeah. You know, you guys seem like you're on the top of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, if, you couldn't, if you couldn't tell by looking at us, then you probably couldn't tell. But yeah, we're on top of the world. No. I mean, you guys' aesthetic is top notch. I mean, minimalism to a... I mean, it's just minimal. Thanks. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe we're going for. Chris, I've been um, kind of like sl- like slyly jacking your style for a while, a little bit. Now we're now we're cooking with gas. Go ahead, please. Started with that orange Patagonia. <laughs> oh wow, that's a Chris. That's a sale find from like 2012. Mm-hmm. Great jacket, great jacket. Fifty bucks. So we're talking about like an orange, like a bright orange puffer is what yeah. we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, but it, the thing I love about it, and I have this, I, f- I found one similarly. I think it is like a 2012, maybe. Yeah. The yeah. thing I love about that one is like it's the jacket that every, it's like the onset jacket for everybody. Always, everyone's always got that same model Patagonia like in their fucking mm-hmm. Prius, ready to be whipped out when it gets below <laughs> 70 on set. <laughs> yeah, and like. <laughs> The thing I love about it is then I whip out mine. It's like, fuck you. This is fucking bright orange. Yeah, it's it's not it's mm-hmm. not an understated black or navy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do change those colors. You can colors. tell who's above the line. They don't make those colors. They mm-hmm. don't make that color. I mean, they rotate them, which is like a problem with yeah. all. I feel like Nike does the same thing where they make something great and they just don't make it anymore. And it doesn't. there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, I don't like Patagonia's new palette either. They're like a little bit like... Uh, vineyard vinesy they're like yeah. all of a sudden there's like pigs on my baggies you know I'm yeah like, I don't, yeah well <laughs> I, I mean for this. yeah it's not the it's not the best the problem is i've been trying to find a, a better uh pair of shorts since i found baggies and and Hard. honestly they're i the best i did notice though i did notice on um i was looking at end yesterday and visvim launched a sport collection and there's a pair of four hundred dollar plain navy shorts that look to be a contender and i might mm. i i might pull the trig couple questions up top what's our inseam and what's our panty liner five, well you're going five inch i think they might be i mean i i would get them tailored if they weren't or make them shorter but i believe they're around five and i believe they're unlined the unfortunate part is the model is six one like one seventy five, and he's wearing a large. So I don't know if the I don't know if I'm going to be able to. It's the most confusing stats. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able First to, all, to squeeze. How they how Vizvim didn't name it Vuvu Vemen. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. Okay, there's still time. Who yeah. knows if this will work or not? But I, I can I, put I, you on. I can put you on a pair of, of good baggies if you want. I don't know if they'll if they'll hit the mark for you as hard. What What do you have? What do you have? Okay, so there's this brand, Shades of Grey, the LA brand. Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. They're really great. It's like their whole thing is is like affordable. Oh, you lost me at affordable, but continue. We're out. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Tom Brown. I can't wear a five thousand dollars <laughs> skirt right now. Well, so, look, if I don't know how much, I don't know what your sh- I don't shooting have schedule Dan, I don't have Dan Levy one money. I don't have <laughs> Shit's Creek dough. Okay. I thought <laughs> I'm looking at your resume. I, okay, I'm, I'm looking at these shades of gray right now. The the easy short. So I got the I got the the white canvas and the yeah heel baggy. If you were, if you were to let post affordable, the reason they do it affordable is they don't make that much. They're like real eco style. Like mm. we're only one of those. Mm. Yeah. 
and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here well, for it. Well, also they're they're ninety dollars, which is double the cost of Patagonia, who's also eco. So step your game up, Shades of Grey. I say. <laughs> But they do look good. That pair I gave Jason, the Valence ones, Jason, uh, the Arteryx, the, those yeah. are very nice. Those are pretty good, right? You wear those. I have those. Ones. Those are good. Their pockets are. I hate the pocket situation. Yeah. No, I agree. I, agree. I mean, I'm just going to make like, them. I'm just just gonna, make a fucking regular. I'm just going to make a pair. Who in Northern? I've got friends in production. I think the people, the people that wear Arteryx Valiance, like what are they? They're they're, they're not using practical pocket stuff they're like it's, they're where do they put their phones them. no they have, a, they have a pack, they have a pack on they have a pack on they're not they're not carrying <laughs> right. stuff in their pockets they have like a, a a hip bag you know i gotta say these shades of gray shorts are looking pretty prima dude i wouldn't put you on if i didn't if i didn't think well we know you're li- you're a little bit of a we, we had no doubts i did well, I, got the uh, brand, I got the wreck i got the I, I know you did chris i know you've been a hater for a long time <laughs> i got the wreck I got the rec from a from a stylist friend of mine, and I would not forward it if it wasn't. Do you work? Do you work with stylists? By the way, like when you got red carpet shit, or do you? No, no. I I uh, I have in the past, like when yeah. I t- had like a run of stuff to do, and it's like too much. Like I can't do it. But I for the last like I haven't had a real junket like that in a while, so yeah, I, yeah. I tend to just do like one one offs by myself. I have I had like I've I've worked like in the past. I've had really cool stylists like that are that are great. Then sometimes you, you like get hooked up with one and you're like the, the the tough thing with stylus and me is that the first fitting is always body shaming. And I have to there's like an adjustment period where they have to get adjusted to the fact that it's like, oh, I didn't know we were dealing they have to like be like, they're like let's get that shirt off and they're like, Oh Yes, exactly. And then it's like the whole rack, the rack goes like gone, and then they're like, you know what? Then they go, you know what? I just got <laughs> crazy. I just got a call. Uh, do you do you think we could do this in like two days and I'll have my assistant go do another shot? Like that always has to happen. And it's like, I don't, I don't have a mental stability for that as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, do you have a healthy relationship with your, with your body and, and your food and exercise? Um, better. I think it better, healthier, better for sure. But it's, a, you know, I was, I was a chubby kid. You know, parents you pass away early. It's like it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Uh, but I'm getting I'm, I'm better at it for sure. Where are so, you Where are you working out in the city? Uh, there's a gym in my building that oh, is nice. mask free right now, which is like, yeah, I don't like <laughs> masks. But um, I've already been yelled at a couple times today in LA. It was like, yeah, the mask just came back two days ago. I might I might not I might not come back. I might just stay gone until they fix it. I'm going to Atlanta. They don't know what masks are there. I don't need to. No, know. Atlanta's no. They haven't been wearing masks the whole time. I shot something in Atlanta. It was like people were like pandemu. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah, they thought that was. <laughs> Where's that spot? Yeah, exactly. Oh, is that downtown? Oh yeah, I think I've been. Is there. That your Star Provisions? <laughs> oh, now he's now he's making Atlanta reference. It why do, are do actors like it there? Because I feel like people are copping houses. I love it there. The last time I, I was there for like five months making Champagne Ill which was the best, my favorite thing I've ever done. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on YouTube TV behind a paywall. I, I'm actually, a, I'm a member of YouTube TV. Champagne ill? Yeah. As in like Illinois? Yep. Um, and uh, I created it with um, the Happy Endings guys. It stars me and Sam Richardson. And it's it's honestly, I can't, it, it, I, 
it's not good to be like, I love my stuff. Like, this is my favorite thing I've ever done. Okay. Um, and so we were shooting that a couple of years ago down there. And I, I had this awesome Airbnb on the east side. And it was so great. I preferred it so much to like. Atlanta's great. Atlanta's great. I'm more of a Buckhead guy, you know, at this stage of my life. Um, but I was historically an east side guy. Buckhead is like. LA. I mean, Bucket is it's like a the Lennox Mall. What else you is got in it, Bucket? Chief. Like, yeah, malls, <laughs> expensive restaurants. You know, good looking people. Yeah, but they're not like the good expensive restaurants. No, there's only that one good restaurant that serves burgers for like two hours. Are you talking about the Varsity? No, no, no I don't eat meat. I, I, I don't eat meat. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't eat meat, so I don't do all that. Buckhead is like where you go into a seafood restaurant and see the whole cast of the Guillermo del Toro movie eating together. What's the problem with that? What's so bad about that? It's like fuck. You're like fuck this fucking Del Frisco's. Uh, there's there there. You're, maybe you're thinking of no, Ruth, shout out Ruth Chris, but there is no Del Frisco. No, shout know. out, shout out. There is a Del Frisco's. There is a Del Frisco's because you've it's been right there. in front of the fuck. I've stayed at the fucking Mandarin, and it's right in front of it. Mm, yes, that's true. So that's I know true. that's true. Fuck on that, Chris. Uh, shout out if you are. If, are you going to Atlanta next week? I'm from there. I know, but are you going? Are you going? Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you have you done the Little Trouble Marcel? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite. I've spent it's great. That's the that's like the best eating. Yeah. Marcel is so good. No, Atlanta, Atlanta's the food. Little Trouble. Why is why didn't you do, why? I don't know about any of this stuff, Chris. Why don't you? Show because me I got other shit I would rather do. Because when you're from, you know how it is. When you're from somewhere, oh, you. you've you're got from there. You want to show them the shit. Yeah, we've got old shit you want to go to, and that's like relatively. Yeah, new. we went to four different smoothie places. It was a taste of Atlanta. That's look. You're Upbeat. better off. You're better off going with me, Chris. Let me see your upbeat punch card. I do. Have, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, I'll be hitting upbeat hard. You know, upbeat. They oh know yeah, me. Chris, oh, I Chris went in the other day. There. I went in the other day. They're like, Chris has got here. We're fucking on everything. <laughs> <laughs> if you want flax, just turn around. <laughs> We're out of flax. I mean, yeah, everybody. It's pretty. So, Pally. So, Pally. I need to go back to you. You said with your your respect and adoration and following of of the career path of chris black it seems like you're more aware I, no i'm not when you agreed to do this i was like oh sick adam probably's gonna do this podcast but now it feels like you actually know who we are oh yeah no no i, I listen to the podcast i i became aware of you guys through yasser actually because i know chris and yasser are our friends and i don't if you're friends with yasser i assume that you have to be either like morally good or funny and then I found out neither was the case. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Which one? I don't know. Neither. I got neither here. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So I was, a, I was a fan of the podcast. No, but I, I, I um, you know, I'm, I'm online. I can see your guys' shit. I'm pretty, imp- I'm pretty impressed actually with how tapped in you are for a guy that works and has three kids. I feel like there's, there's, there's only so much time in the day, you know? Well, what else are you supposed to stare at my phone all day? Fuck up. Yeah. Good point. I just flew six hours like, I literally like, looking at my phone the entire flight, then got in the car, was looking at my phone, took the COVID test, was looking at my phone. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I basically just was taken from a, an apartment to another apartment. <laughs> how long are you? How long are you in LA? What's on the docket? Uh, I'm shooting something um, till Friday, and then like I got to head home a for gu- just a little guest spot. Like, what are we talking a guest, about? Uh, guest spot, guest spot for a buddy. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it yet because I don't think the show has been announced. But okay, sure, guest sure, spot sure. for cool. a buddy. Yeah, welcome, welcome home, bro. Thank you. Do you, nice know your do you know your Do you know your lines or where are we at? No, no. Actually, I don't know my lines, and there's so many of them. There's so many. 
I was like, uh, you said get spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's like, but no, it'll be fine. Is, is your, um, is your hair blonde for this role or is this? No, I had another role early in the summer that I went, that I did it for. And then my plan was to like chop it all off. But, but then I had like a real life, which is right. Like I was like, actually, I'm, I need this adoration and, and people talking to me about something. I need it. You need it. Okay. So can you, can we see the hair? Cause I just see it's one not, little. Yeah, I mean, it's not, T- take off your Apple anything. headphones. Damn. Damn. What bro. band are you in? <laughs> it looks good. I'm getting, I'm getting uh um, post lap band. Maddie Matheson yeah. hair. I feel post lap band. Is he post lap band? No, 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 no. You, I'm saying that's what you are looking like. Your oh, head. me now. I was like, holy shit. He's got to go back. Um, no, I, my lap band. I he needs his size. Do. I uh, no, I think I feel like I did. Love- you get a lap band? No, you didn't. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> need a chin band. This is the question. <laughs> this is a question I have though. When when are we going to get a Kumail style HGH Adam Pally moment? Thank you, Chris. Seriously, like, thank you for asking me that, for, for <laughs> boosting my ego enough to believe that that could be possible. So thank Why you. Why not? I don't. Well, I'm I'm Jewish, and <laughs> there, the percentage of Jews that that happens to is uh, very very small. Well, when you very say small. that happens to, you mean getting swole and brolic? Is that what you're talking about? Well, no. Like Kumail did it. Kumail did it. Because they were like, here, we'll pay you $10 million, right? Like, I don't know if that's the real amount of money, but it's like, mm-hmm. here, we'll change your life economically and your family's life economically. And all you have to do is take that charm and all the comedic uh, knowledge that you've learned and then get fucking jacked and stop drinking beer. And you have to do it for five years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'll do that. But if that offer wasn't on the table, Kumail's jaw wouldn't look like a fucking open a soda. You know, like <laughs> no, of course. If, no, if that I, wasn't I there, I'm saying though, I think that they, I, I think that you're, you're right. I don't think it's in the, the cards. You, you could become part of the Marvel universe. I am. First of all, I am part of the Marvel Marvel universe. So fuck you. Secondly, <laughs> from what buying co- buying comic books, or were you in a movie? Gary the cameraman, Iron Man three, stole that scene, or ran away with it, made a career <laughs> off it. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I've never seen any of those movies, so I didn't I didn't realize. No, no, it's fine. No, it, um, I, I'm an Iron Man fan. I wish I was more. I wish I was like a, a real part of the Iron Man universe and not just like a joke. But I I I just don't see it. I think I have. I think maybe maybe in my old age it would be nice if I could like pull like a you know Kurt Russell style like oh he's someone's dad thing. But I just don't. So do you just like beer that much? Is that what it is? I don't even drink beer. No, I'm gluten intolerance. Yeah, but you're smoke. You're smoking the loud pack for sure, and I know you're hitting the. Cheetos. I smoke loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I smoke loud all day, all day. So now I know why he came to came to Cali for just a couple for the days Kush for the Kush. Yeah, to load up on my Pax pods. <laughs> Pax pods. I buy thousand Pax pods and ship them home. That's uh, that is smart. So are you are you a Pax man? I like Pax. No, I don't like the Pax. It's not. It's like nothing. It's like you might as well just like walk around. Have you tried Seth Rogen's weed yet? No, since you guys are broskies. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm sure. Right? It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I can't smoke. Uh, flat. Um, it's mid. It's not mid. No, no, no. It's not mid. No, Seth doesn't blow mid. No, Seth doesn't blow mid. No, but I I can't (laughs) smoke flour in in my situation much because. Like kids in the house all the time, and I live in New York, so it's like you don't have you don't have like daddy's little area. I do have daddy's area, but like I I 
I'm ashamed to say it. We're not ashamed. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. it I, I've moved on to like a, a fancier dabbing lifestyle. Oh, so you got the meth torch out. I don't have the meth torch out. I have the, the Puffco uh, hot knife and the Puffco like Hot knife? Rig. Bro, that's heroin we shit. We do knife hits, baby. That's heroin shit. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Not heroin. <laughs> You're trying to hit it hard and quick. Yeah, I like it hard. and Yeah, I like that Like, kind of like, all right, let's keep it going, kids. Dad's got to go to the bathroom. All right, what are we up to? <laughs> so, yeah, when you're in New York, daddy's little area, you can't just sit there, kick your feet up on the desk with a fucking mm. swisher and just... Yeah, and I can't really go down hour. and I can't really go down, down on stairs anymore like I would when I was a kid because it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a different vibe. Yeah, so... I try to keep it kind of low key. And then when you're here, you're traveling. It's you know, it's 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 tough to smoke weed in the hotel room. Yeah, I don't like smoking weed in the hotel room, but I will. But I, you know, I'm a little like dab kit that I'll break out. Uh, I'll make my little ease. I'll text ease. You up ease? <laughs> you up ease? Bl- ease blesses you with the fifteen percent off. No, no, I don't use ease. I only use a black on. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. What time of the day are we? What time of the day are we smoking some of that black owned flour? What do you mean? Your morning, afternoon, night, all day long. Don't matter. <laughs> for, a listen, for a listeners at home, he shook his head in a circle. I understand. I think to signify every he, every yeah, he, every hand on the clock. He threw that thing in a circle, and we're talking about his head. He, we're not. We're not talking about <laughs> Look, his caboose. I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm not like I'm not like uh, like compulsive, but I I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm also I feel like I'm I again it's like a cultural age northeastern Jew thing. You know, yeah. it's like my cousins were all like this, and they still are, and it's like you just kind of go like, oh, is that me? And then you're then it is you. You know, and mm-hmm. now it's like if someone were like, do you want to stop something? You'd be like, fucking no. Why? <laughs> it makes stuff better. Yeah, like why? Why? Again, like, well, I, guess, I guess, yeah, you, you, I mean, most people are able to just do it and not have it turn into a gateway drug into something harder. You, you, and I'm sure you and all must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. I feel like those gateways were open for a long time. So it's like, this was just kind of like, that's like a, mm-hmm. yeah, drugs are great. Drugs are, drugs are great. And, you know, they shouldn't be illegal, but they also are dangerous and fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You know, be careful. <sighs> Damn, that's facts. Facts. I just spit some hard. That's like, can you print that on a t-shirt? That's like that Virgil Abloh put a shit on Pyrex quote. <laughs> Drugs are sick, but also dangerous. Can be dangerous. Drugs be are sick, but also dangerous. Be careful. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> when you're walking around, when you're walking around town, how often? How often do you get picked up? by somebody romantically does it does that something that happens to you a decent amount no not counting online not counting dms no it just doesn't happen to you at all no i'm not really like, like that stuff doesn't happen anymore and, 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 and it's not because you being a celebrity but it, like something like that happened to me yesterday what and i couldn't a fella remember. that is an amazing holy shit that's a fucking my ego would be like what <laughs> like was it a chick was it a chick or a fella though jason who cares it was a chick whoa yeah. oh hold on hold on hold on was she asian not asian let's go she was she was she was, she was middle eastern oh fully anti-semitic <laughs> <laughs> 
Fully anti-Semitic. Uh, where <laughs> where did this? What mole? But I was I was playing tennis. I was playing tennis solo. Holy shit! So she thought you were not like your your Sunday best. Yeah, she well she uh, I was playing at Glendale Community College, and they ha- I think they have like a nursing like pre program mm-hmm. type of thing there, maybe a dental school or something. Because like she was wearing some scrubs, like scrubs, and she was parked there, and then this this literally sounds like porn. This literally sounds like porn. Yeah, and I have my ball. I had my lobster ball machine, so I'm I'm over here looking like a pro, polo on, looking like a pro. I'm hitting my balls, and she comes over and she's like, "Are you a coach?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm not a Damn, coach." Damn, what a bad back. line! And she's like, "Well, well, she," and then she said, "Do you ever want somebody to play with sometime because you're playing alone?" Oh. and I was like, "Oh man, I think." I think this was this is not a tennis question. This is a yeah. She wanted to play with something man. else. She wanted to play with TJ's pool cue. Yeah, she wanted to grab the Yonix. <laughs> Long grip. I let her down easy. I was just like you know, but it, but I, it had it got me thinking like I don't know the last time, especially because of the quarantine pandemic all that shit. When somebody like like hey you know like are you single? You know, like like a pickup pickup. Was she bad though? Was she bad? I wouldn't say she was bad. What kind of car was she in? A Kia? I don't know. It was just a scrub. An ambulance. I didn't. I didn't. She was driving an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> just a standard ambulance. <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing fancy. <laughs> um, wow. I was like, all right, I'm not gonna date you, but on the way out, light him up a little bit. She lit him. Yeah, up. <laughs> get me through this intersection. I gotta get past. I gotta get through Colorado. <laughs> Damn, Jason. Pally knows that shit. only happens to me with fellas, if it happens at all. Yeah, it's it's more of a fella thing, isn't it? It is a fella thing. It doesn't really. I don't. It hasn't happened to me in a long, long time. But I would welcome it. It would be great. It would feel really good. Was there confusion? Was there confusion about your sexuality after playing a gay character? Maybe I don't. I didn't feel any like from the outside. I didn't feel like there was like there wasn't dipping there like. The sauna yeah, was fine. There wasn't it's like, just more of a, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, yeah people weren't yeah. like dipping their toe in, you know, but like maybe, I don't know. I uh, I definitely feel like I I have more like friends because of it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like especially in the comedy community, like, you know, like I think people were like way more willing to like bring me into the fold because of it, like I need to reveal myself now that, you know, I need to reveal myself as a happy endings watcher. No way. Oh, yeah. I, I watched. I watched. Fucking look at the alpha dog coming down to the beta. I, I, I watched the program. I love I love I love the program. I mean, it is. It was also. Oh, one of those thank sh- you. Yeah. But it was also one of those shows. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember this exactly. But it was on for a couple seasons. And then it it got canceled. But then it was like the fans mm-hmm. wanted it like. We're gonna bring. It was gonna get brought back. Did it get brought back? Yeah, never did. It didn't. But that that was the that was like what was happening. Correct. It was gonna. That was the that was for sure the trajectory. Yeah, it was one of those. It was like a cult hit, and and mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where it, where it stayed. Like never should have been on ABC. It's if it was on Netflix or whatever. It would yeah, have I don't know. Yeah, like, like a Parks and Rec kind of situation. Yeah, kind of a little Parks and Rec. You know, definitely had their 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 time yeah it was something like that uh i don't i think also like six young leads um when the show got canceled it was you ever heard of a little show called friends yeah what i'm saying exactly like so when it when it got canceled everyone else was like okay peace like i'm gonna go work like (laughs) not everyone else was like oh please start it up people were like okay it's time to go work now yeah but Mm -hmm. i think they would i think we would all like love 
do it again. It's so funny. It's so fun. I, I love, I, I, I work with David, the creator, all the time. My next show's with him, too. Oh, really? So you have a new show coming out. Did you, are you in it? Did you create it with him? What's the vibe? I created it and wrote it with him, um, and I'm in it. Um, but that's, that's kind of all I, I can. Okay. Well, again, since we do this with any guest, we had that gives us this option. If, um, if you need any podcasters or, um, you know, kind of just like waiters, you know what I mean? For just a scene or two here and there, I am available. Yeah. Are you guys looking to act? I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like that is a lateral move right now. We're looking to, it's, yeah, it's a step down. I've done a lot of extra work in my day, but yeah, it would be a little bit of a step like, down. Honestly, and just in terms of financial deals. Yeah. To me, where I see you guys going next is like a Vegas residency. I like where your head's at. Jason's a big Vegas guy because he could just DJ at excess and then we walk across That's what the I'm street. saying. And then you do like Sunday Sunday pod brunch at Delilah's. <laughs> You're hired. You know I'm saying? You're hired. Yeah. Bottomless mimosas at Delilah's. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Yeah. I mean, we do, we do treat this podcast like a musical project, even <laughs> though we're not making the music. So it would make sense to perform at a at a brunch honestly that's so funny it would be so funny to do like a full it's brunch really- performance at delilah's with your coffee and with like a, an mm-hmm. awesome guest and then like the kid Leroy does a song <laughs> <laughs> and we all go home yeah <laughs> Yeah, we 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 have a very difficult interview with Chief Keef for seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. The kid Leroy comes out, does an acoustic set. He has sound issues from the beginning. But honestly, it doesn't matter because the the Bloody Marys are bottomless. And yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's hundred as a hundred dollars bottomless valet is twenty five. Um, but I think yep. we could. I think we could. Yeah, because they do all like live pods at UCB and shit. It's at like ten o'clock. Hell at yeah. night. But no one's really doing- like, holy shit. Draymond Green is over there. <laughs> Draymond at the pod would be cool. He's training with the Olympic team, and he came to hear it. I don't think he knows what he walked <laughs> I into. To. I'm just, I'm just fucking with these guys. <laughs> so, well, who do you, uh, who do you want in the finals? You a Suns guy? You a, you a, you a Bucks guy? Uh, I liked. I was rooting for Chris Paul, but um, oh, I honestly don't. Uh, I'm a Nick fan, so don't like, have a dog in the fight. Yeah, don't have a dog in the fight, and and uh, I like the games. They're fine, but they're like, I don't know, whatever. They're bored. <laughs> Your review of basketball. You sound being, a little pouty for such an NBA fan. What's going on? I like games. Yeah. Oh, well, my. I'm bored. I mean, my brother's who, the same way. Like, it's just boring. It's like, great, go Milwaukee. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Both of these cities kind of suck. Milwaukee's terrible. Phoenix is like fucking death on earth. I don't know. Whatever. I hope. I'm glad that, like, you know. Arizona turned blue, but Phoenix sucks. I spent a lot of time in Phoenix, and like, yeah, I've never been to Milwaukee, but I think I'd like it a shitload more than Phoenix. Hell yeah, Milwaukee's way better than Phoenix, but Milwaukee's also dangerous. Milwaukee's not bad. <laughs> no, Phoenix is. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to Arizona, but I'm looking to go. Don't Arizona's great. I mean, I I, I went to University of Tucson for University, University of Arizona in Tucson for two years, and um, it's Arizona's great. There's that explains the hair. Yeah, now at forty, that explains the hair. <laughs> it hit me now. Delayed gratification. Fuck. You're an edger. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long. I can't wait to blow this load <laughs> all over the fucking Sunset Marquee. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first one to blow a load at the Sunset Marquee. No, I trust me. You can see it on my on my sheets. The room is not clean. If these walls could scream, no, no, no it's not mine, hey, man. Daddy's on vacay. It's okay. It's all part of the job. I come in with a black light. <laughs> I come in with a black light, and I you're do one the of those, whole, you're, you're one of those I want to know what it's like, man. And oh, if there's not sure. enough come, then I add to like, it. This one doesn't. 
This one doesn't have enough. Is there a different room, perhaps? Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to call down for a different room. That's a given. All right, well, um, thanks for potting with us, Pally. Pally. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you taking yeah, the time. Yeah, we really do. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm a fan, and I and I am sorry that I that it was moving around and stuff, but I, I'm so happy to get to do it. We make we make concessions yeah. for our famous guests, so feel lucky. Well, I look forward to hearing who those famous guests will be. <laughs> no. Don't worry, we have a lot on the docket. You're not like some dumbass writer at the fucking New Yorker or some loser magazine. You're a real cool celebrity. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, know me, Bryce Shot. No, no, we would never talk <laughs> about fired. her. Uh, never not. No, we know me. We we know me hive over here, of course. Oh yeah, no, I'm big, big know me hive. Speaking of, what's your relationship? Just quickly before we go, what's your relationship with John Mayer? Uh, yeah, I don't have one. Okay, well, I just wanted, just wanted to know. I didn't know if he was just in your iPod. He's like, I follow him on Spotify. Uh, um, that's I mean, I, uh, I like the new aesthetic. I, I didn't know if it was in your iPod Nano or maybe you had a cell phone number. I didn't know where it you know, can go either way. Well, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the strangest thing in the world. No, no, I, I, I do seem like the type that would be friendly. I mean, I know him, like, uh, in passing. I, I, I listened to a couple of the songs. I like, I li- I like what he's what he's doing i guess we're not we don't care about the music we're just we just want to know if you've been at the table with with him and novak well yeah no i've been at that table no i've been at that table okay it's boring (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm not surprised on that note thank you adam pally and um Everybody look for look for Adam's new stuff. He's acting everywhere, wherever acting is sold. And I'm going to go check out Champagne Ill. Oh, dudes. Only available yeah. on YouTube, YouTube TV. TV. Thank you. Love it. All right, bro. Yeah. Good to see well, you, man. Thank you again, guys. Later. We'll talk to you Bye. later on.